Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Once again, for a wonderful Sunday winter afternoon service. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With snow all around. Mm-hmm. As this morning, as I was watching the Unity service with the, at, uh, at the Jesus Savior of the World Square, and we're talking about the heat and the sun. I said, well, we can trade. <laughs> we can trade. We can give you, we, we can give them the snow and they can, we, we take the heat. Yes, that's all. If they want, we can do a trade. <laughs> Hallelujah. But Amen. it's good. And uh, we thank God for another time in his presence. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. We thank you for the entrance of your word. The Bible says that the entrance of your word, it bringeth up light. We are grateful for the opportunity to meet once again, to hear your word. Father, forgive us of our sins, our mistakes, our many sins and our many mistakes. Forgive us, Lord. And we will become acceptable in your sight. Let the meditation of our hearts and the words of our mouth be acceptable, acceptable before you, O Lord, this morning or this afternoon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good. So it's good. We're still talking about prayer. By the way, we had a, a we're still going to continue about a very important topic that the Lord Jesus Christ left with us and about prayer. And by the way, we had a um, how many enjoyed 10 nights with the king? You enjoyed 10 mm-hmm. nights. I want to see 10 nights with the king. I believe that those were very powerful prayer sessions. Very, very powerful prayer sessions. And the and the, and the clips will be made available. So they can use you pray on your own. You see, learn the art of praying to pray on your own. I mean, most of them were between four and five hours. So one Friday night, one Wednesday night, one Thursday night, you are off work. You slot it in all by yourself. And I was checking the participation. You know, it was ten days. Some of you scored hundred percent, ten out of ten. <laughs> Some scored ninety-nine out of ten. Majority scored eight out of ten. A few were seven out of ten. And some also scored two over ten. <laughs> if the pass mark was five over ten, you got under five. You, you need to catch up. So be, you better get those things and start praying on your own to catch up. <laughs> A few of you were like three over ten, two over ten. That's that's bad. <laughs> hmm? We shall be the head and not the tail. <laughs> so you mark your. You know you know how how you how well you did. I don't have to mark. So you mark yourself. And make sure that at least, in fact, in most professional exams, in most good exams, the pass mark is 80%. So make sure that at least you scored 80%. So if you didn't hit that mark, my brother or my sister, it's time for you to get a pass mark and a good pass mark. Amen. Amen. But it was a very beautiful time, and I really encourage all of us to go back to the, 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 the videos. From, we'll put on the platform. We'll try and I'll let Pastor D organize and put it on the platform 
get it. Just save them. Save them and pray with them. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, we're talking about prayer. And I want to continue still on prayer. Why, why, why do we spend so much time talking about prayer? Let me tell you something. If you don't know, if you don't know what to do, do what Jesus did. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the way. I am the way. So if you're looking at which way to go, Jesus is the way. Which way to turn? Jesus is the way. He said, I am the way. The truth and the life. The way. The truth and life. I am the way. So when you don't know which way to go, just ask, where did Jesus go? He went this way, then follow it. And one of the things that one of the things that Jesus taught us and did a lot on it was praying. You see, when you read through the scripture, you see three aspects of it. One, Jesus prayed himself. Okay? He prayed himself. That's number one. Number two, he instructed us to pray. That's why I say men always ought to pray. Men always ought to pray and not to faint. He gave instructions for us to pray. He told his disciples, pray that you pray that you don't fall into temptation. And then number three, he taught us how to pray. So he prayed, he instructed us to pray, and he taught us how to pray. You know, there are, let, let me say it clearly. See, there are some people who can do things. They can do, and they will tell you to do, but they cannot teach you how to do. Mm. <laughs> you get it. They mm. know how to do. They will tell you to do it, but they can't teach you how to do it. And then you have some a, a group of people too who can teach you how to do. They will tell you to do, but then they say they won't do it. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Yes. And there are, there are some too who will do, know how, know how to teach, but they will never tell you to do. They'll tell you, well, you better know how, you better know what is good for you. <laughs> so, when you find somebody, so when you find someone who does, tells you to do and teaches you how to do it, that's unique. Hallelujah. Amen. Like even in sports, I hear that some people are very good players, but they are bad coaches. They know how to play, but they cannot coach. And some people don't know how to play, but they are good coaches. I don't know whether this guy, that's like one of them, I think one of the popular coaches, Jose Moreno. I don't know whether he was a player. Ernest, uh, uh, Ada Ernest or uh, Bless Uno, they didn't know those things. I don't know whether Jose Moreno was a player, but he's a good coach. I don't know whether he knows how to play. No, right. He doesn't. Huh? He doesn't. He wasn't a player. Uh, you see, they know, they know these things. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a Bless knows these things. He wasn't a player, but he was a good coach. Whereas this guy was. Whereas this guy said he was a good player. Maradona was a very good player, but he was a very bad coach. <laughs> so if you find someone who can teach, do, and tell you, that's unique. And Jesus did, when it comes to prayer, when it comes to prayer, he prayed a lot. When you read the gospel, he prayed a lot. And then two, he instructed us to pray. And then three, he taught us how to pray. He taught us how to pray and I want to talk about one of the classic examples of how Jesus taught us how to pray. And I'm talking about the Lord's Prayer. Mm. The Lord's Prayer. 
how to pray, the Lord's Prayer. You know, when you read this account of the Lord's Prayer, I just want to give us a little bit of background. We see the account of the Lord's Prayer in two of the Gospels, in the Gospel of Matthew and in the Gospel of Luke. That is where we see the Lord's Prayer. We see it in two of the Gospels, the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Luke. In the Gospel of Matthew, we look at Matthew chapter 6, verse number 9. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. After this man, he said, when you pray, after this manner, you pray. Matthew chapter 6. After this manner, you, you should pray. Okay? This is how you pray. After this manner, pray therefore. Our Father, which I never. So in Matthew chapter 6, he taught us, pray this way. This is a way to pray. Go to Luke chapter 11. Verse 2. Luke chapter 11, verse 2. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hold on. Have you seen the same prayer being repeated in Luke? Yes. Huh? Yes. Yes. Okay, now, listen to me carefully. This is not, this is not one of those events that both Matthew and Luke recorded. You know, like the, the crucifixion of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ was one event. Everybody talked about it. But the Lord's Prayer, for what I'm going to show, what, what we are learning, the one recorded by Luke and the one recorded by Matthew are two separate events. In the account in Matthew, in the account in Matthew, Jesus started teaching at if you, if, if, if you have a good Bible, you go to Matthew chapter 5, the, the, the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount. You will see that Jesus was started teaching. He sat on the mountain and the multitude began, and he began to teach them. So from Matthew chapter 5, he started talking about the Sermon on the Mount. So you see that all the words there are in red. All the words there are in red. The whole of Matthew chapter 5. And then he continues in Matthew chapter 6, everything being in red. So this was one scene on the mount whereby he was sitting down and people were there. He was talking, talking, talking. And then he said, that's what he said, when you fast, when you do this, then he said, when you pray in Matthew chapter 6. So the the whole church service, in fact, that day, the church, that day, the church service, the church service started in Matthew chapter 5. So those of you who don't like long services, have you seen? (laughs) Wow. What was it? Of you the church is too long, Reverend. Close, we need to go. This one he started preaching at Matthew chapter 5. That's when the church service started, and he talked and talked and went to chapter 6, and then he continued to teach. Then he mentioned the Lord's Prayer. He said, This is how I want this if you want to pray, this is the way to pray. So you can see that that was one incident. But in Luke chapter 11, there was another incident. Well, let's go back to Luke chapter 11, verse 1. 
Luke chapter 11, verse 1. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, yes. when, he, when he seized one of his disciples and said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. Verse 2. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say our Father, which so I didn't okay, have. So, hold on. So, I'm in the background. So, in Luke chapter 11, he was praying somewhere. Okay, it came to part that I had to pray. He went to pray in a certain place. Okay, he was praying somewhere. Okay, he went to pray in a certain place. And then one of the disciples came to ask him, Master, teach us how to pray. Just as John taught his disciples to pray. And it will interest you that the same prayer he gave in Matthew, he told the guy the same prayer in Luke. What, what, I'm taking my time to explain to us that. It is a very important and unique prayer, and it is, a, it is the one and only prayer Jesus taught us to pray. Because, you see, when you teach somebody one thing, and another person comes to tell you and say the same thing, it shows how important it is. So, the Lord's prayer on two different locations is the same way he gave us. Oh. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. yes. So, 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 the Lord's prayer that we talk about it's in another class. This is a look. Anytime you pray, this is this is the way you should pray. You know, you can tell somebody, uh, uh, you can tell somebody like, look, uh, this is the uh, this is the way to drive. Okay, you sit in the car, you put on your seat belt, and you start your key. They can also tell another person. There's also another way to drive. You sit in the car. You start the key before you put our seat belt. There's another way. So you're giving the person two different formulas. So it's not each, each and every one is acceptable. But in this case, no. He did not give an alternative. He repeated the same thing. And the reason I'm, I, I believe I'm, we have to understand is that it means that the, the Lord's prayer is unique and it's very specific. Mm-hmm. So if we want to pray, if we want to pray right then we have to be able to adhere to the Lord's prayer because he, he didn't, you see, when the, he taught what he, not that he taught one thing on the mountain and when the person came to ask him, he gave him another thing. He repeated the same thing. That repetition makes me to understand that the Lord's prayer is very, very specific. Okay. The preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So there are no ifs and buts. Are you hearing me? Yes. And the two prayers are very similar. See? On two different locations. And when, when, whenever you are given when you are given the same instructions on two, like, like let me let me see. To drive uh, uh, so to drive this car, first of all, I want you to turn on the engine, leave it on for five minutes, let it warm up before you move it. And then come again and so. What about this other one? I said to drive this one to turn it on for five minutes. Let it one before you move it. It means that that's how the car is made. If you don't, if you, if you, if you try to do it any other way, it will not work. Mm. Church, are you here with me? Yes. So Jesus was specific in the Lord's prayer on two occasions, which is different from, which is different from maybe uh, the crucifixion. Which was one event that Matthew reported, Luke reported, John reported from their perspective. 
You know, you can report, a lot of people can report one event on from, based on their perspectives. But in the Lord's Prayer, there are two separate events and the words were the same. Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's look at the prayer very carefully. Go back to Matthew. He said, when you pray, when you pray, in this manner, he said, in this manner or this way, let's look at the words carefully. This manner or this way. This is how you should pray. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Yes. After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father, yes. which art our in Father. heaven. Is it? So, so uh, after this manner, our Father, he said, you begin with your prayer by saying, our Father. Now, let's look at the, the pattern, the prayer pattern. Our Father. Our. So, the, the first thing I want us to look at is that it is not my Father. Don't, you don't begin it. It's not, it's not my Father. It's our Father. <laughs> not my Father. Because, you see, why is it important? Because some people behave that God is, I mean, some people, some people sometimes want to be like, God is your personal property. No, God is not your personal property. He's our father. I have access to God the same way you have access to God, through the blood of Jesus. So nobody has a prerogative right like to God alone, like, I alone have God in my pocket. No, you don't. He <laughs> says, start by saying, our father. Our. Our means he belongs to me, he belongs to you. Our father. The word is our father. Our father. Not my father. Because sometimes, sometimes some people want to know that they have a personal right to God and the rest of you us don't have any right. No, it's not so. Our father. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. And he comes as and he's a father. And our father, let me say, our father, our father. Once again, let me say that he says, when you pray, say our father, our father. It means that the prayer presupposes that God is your father. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if God is not your father, don't even bother to pray. And, and, and whether we like it or not, I, I didn't write the Bible. Like Bishop said, I didn't write, I'm, I'm also reading the Bible. Not everybody has God as their father. No. Jesus Christ told the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil. Oh. It's a boy. A boy. You know, we, you see, you see we, we, we want to be politically correct. We want to be socially acceptable. Oh, everybody is a child of God. I'm sorry. That's not the Bible. The Bible does not say everybody is a child of God. Everybody is a creator of God, a creation of God. Even that, even everybody is a creation of God, including the devil. God created the devil. So as for creation, everybody is a creation of the God, including Satan. <laughs> My father, no. No, because Jesus said, Jesus told the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil. Oh, yes. So our, the, 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 the basis the, the basis of that prayer that God is your father and God is your father when you Jesus Christ is your savior Amen. as many as believed in him as many John, as many as believed in him he gave them the power as many as believed in him 
He gave them the power to become the sons of God. So, so the, the power to become a child of God comes from you believing. So not every creation is a, is a child of God. Is a, is, is a child of God. We cannot be we cannot be politically correct about this. Are you here with me or you have gone home? Yeah. I mean you are, you are at your home, but you are, you are not, you are not home. <laughs> so let's start. our father. So one, he's he belongs to those who are saved, he's not your personal property, and he's a father. A father. He said, Our when you pray, he say, Our father, which act in heaven. So addressing a specific father. You see, I'm taking my time for us to learn because you see, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. And here I want us to be very careful. The word hallow, reverence, respect. Because you see, uh, sad to say, sad to say, sad to say, in most of our, this, our current churches, a lot of people carry the title Father, Papa, Father, Papa, Father, Papa. It's fine. Oh, it's fine to call your pastor your father. It's fine. It's fine to call your prophet your father. It's nice. I mean, some people call me daddy. I don't have anything against it. But be careful never to equate that father to the one that needs to be hallowed in heaven. Mm. Very careful. Be very, very careful. Hallowed be thy name. That hallowed, sacred be thy name. Hallowed. So yes, we may call our pastors, we may call our uh, prophets, we may call our bishops, we may call our reverends, fathers and prophets, which is good. It's a sign of respect and honor. But by the way, I have, I, I, I have, a, I, I have a philosophy. If you cannot obey somebody's instruction, don't call him father. Wait. Wow. <laughs> Period. Period. And I, I, I'm not interested in those type of jargon, daddy, father, daddy, no. If you obey the person, don't call him father. <laughs> yeah. So you say, Hallowed be thy name. You know, see, the word Hallowed, it means that look, just, just, a certain, it means when you come to that Father who's in heaven, you need to have a certain reverence, a certain respect, a certain attitude. Hallelujah. Amen. You can't talk anyhow. You can't behave anyhow. When you come to God in prayer, you cannot behave anyhow. Hallowed. Respect. You cannot, you cannot go and talk to Donald Trump. Uh, I said Donald Trump. He's the former president. You know, I always, when I think of president, I always remember that guy. <laughs> Who's the new one? Biden. <laughs> you cannot go to... Anytime I talk of president, the first person who comes to my mind is Trump. <laughs> Joe Biden, and as you are talking to Joe Biden, your hand is in your nose, you are scratching yourself. No, you are not hallowing the name, you are not respecting the office. Mm. <laughs> and can you imagine you are talking to Joe Biden, your hand is in your nose? Uh, Joe, uh, no, 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 no. You, you can't do that. So Jesus said, Look, hello, hello, the name, hello, it be thy name, hello, it be thy name, honor, respect. When we come talking, and he said, when you pray, pray this way. In other words, we must always pray with an attitude of reverence and respect to God. And start to say, sometimes we charismatic church, we charismatics, we don't respect God in our prayers. Hmm. That is why we call for a prayer meeting. 
And people are praying, like, tell it to like the camel, make a long, long, long tell it, okay, I'll call you later. <laughs> How do you, you see an orthodox person like, praying and chatting? Hardly, hardly. Our mothers, when you see them praying, they have a certain reverence, even the posture of the kneeling and the quietness. But when we, when we can be praying and chattering, <laughs> I hope some of you don't even pray for the kids. <laughs> That's another level. <laughs> but Hallowed be the name. Respect the name. Give reverence to the name. Hallowed be thy name. So he said that when praying this manner, which is, Hallowed be thy name. Our Father, Hallowed be thy name. Then the next one is, this one you don't have to, all, all of, if you want to promise, you must know the Lord's Prayer. I don't know why I keep on showing this, but okay, you keep showing this, people can know how. <laughs> Hallowed be thy name. What's the next one? Thy kingdom come. Jesus said that when you pray, pray for the kingdom of God to come. Whenever you go to pray, ask God's kingdom to come. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come means that let the kingdom of God, the power of our God, the rule of our God come on earth. Or pray that the, the kingdom of God, that all the things of God, or simply put, or simply put, the church of God, let it be strong. Let it be strong. Thy kingdom come. Because it's when the kingdom of God has come, the church will have influence. Okay. Thy kingdom come. No, in heaven, no. He's talking about earth. On earth, thy kingdom come. That is why Jesus Christ, every time he, every time he did the miracles, he said the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of God has come. We are seeing the power of God. We are seeing the working of God. We are seeing the working of the church. That kingdom come. Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus said we should pray. In other words, in, in, look, in other words, Jesus said that we should pray for a strong church. So those who are anti, who are those, those who are against large churches, this is this is your problem. Hmm. Let the Jesus said, let the church be strong. Let the, let the kingdom come. Let people feel the church. The kingdom of God, the house of God. Thy kingdom come. You know, um, recently, it was, it was, it was, I think it's the new year in China. The Chinese new year. I think they say this is the year of the, the bull or whatever it is. But you didn't celebrate it. The year of the ox. Yeah. The, ox. the year of the ox or whatever. They didn't celebrate it. They say last year was the year of the rat. That's why there's so many poisons and diseases. The year of the ox. Who did not celebrate it? But but what I'm trying to say is that there were some places in America, in Chinatown, in Chinatown, in New York, and some part of California, they celebrated it. But it was not a national holiday in the US. It may, it may have been a national holiday in China, but it was not a national holiday in, in the US. So, yes, we did have pockets. We did have pockets of Chinese people celebrating in America. But it, but 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 it was not a strong celebration. We can't say that the Republic of China has come to America, even though there was most more celebrations. But if the Republic, let's say the U.S. was a Chinese colony, and the Republic of China had come to America, 
it would have been a holiday. Yes. So the fact that so 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 what what so so the fact that there are pockets of churches in the world, the churches are here, churches are here, and, and it's it's fine. But until the church becomes so strong that we begin to feel the presence of God, the kingdom of God has not come yet. So there's more work to be do. It means we must pray for more souls. We must pray for a stronger church. Thy kingdom come. We must pray. Look, everybody, every day, everybody, once you are a Christian, when you pray, you must have, there is an aspect of that, of that, that kingdom come that you can pray. You must pray for more miracles. We can pray for more power of the church, of the church of God. Thy kingdom come. Jesus said we should pray thy kingdom come. Not my kingdom, not your kingdom, but the kingdom of the Father. And I tell you, unless the church begins to gain a certain power and ascendancy, we will not see a certain degree of harvest of souls. And I'm preaching seriously because there are some people who criticize mega churches. Let me tell you something. You should rather pray for a mega church. <laughs> preaching. Yes. Don't, don't, don't stop saying that. Oh, ask for a church. Where two or three are gathered? 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 It's true. But I'm telling you, you need to pray for a mega church. On the day that preacher preached, about 5,000 people got saved. We need mega churches so that the kingdom of God shall come. Otherwise, if the kingdom does not become strong, all of us will be saddled with useless loss. You, you, you wait and see. You see, when the church is weak, when the church is weak, by the time we realize, we will all be forced to abide by some ungodly rules. What you are saying, that's the truth. You watch. So, so from today, don't be a critic of mega churches. Pray that the church will be strong. Let the politicians be afraid of the church. That's it. That's the truth. Yes. I would like a church that the politicians are afraid of. I would like a church that when we gather in Newark, the mayor will be shaking. Amen. That kingdom come. You see, and then that kingdom come. That will be done. You see, Jesus is telling her to pray on two occasions. He repeated the same words. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We should pray for the will of God to be done on earth as it is in heaven. The will of God to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We should pray for it. We should ask for it. Otherwise, if we don't ask for the will of God to be done, some other wills will be done. My God. Yes. Some other wills will be done. If we make a mistake, some other will. Look, as the world is evolving, you can see that some other wills are being forced on our throats. Mm. Oh. Uh-huh. Preach again. again. Some other things are being forced on our neck. Hmm. So we better pray for the will of God. What is the will of God? The will of God is clearly in the Bible. It's there. Pray for the will of God. Pray for the will of God. Thy kingdom, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. Look, I am. I pray that the church, the body of Christ, will come to realize that. Look, 
unless we stand up and pray and let the kingdom of God, the miracle, the power, the salvation, gains a certain ascendancy, I tell you, evil will reign. Yeah. By the time we realize, you and I are being forced to do things that we don't believe in. Hmm. That will be done. That will be done on earth. Jesus said, pray, pray this prayer. That will be done. Let me tell you, Satan is the God of this world. The reason why Jesus Christ is, he said, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, there's no problem. In heaven, things are cool. Satan is not there. But here he's here. This is the God of this world. So if you don't pray for God's will, his will will reign. Hmm. If you and I don't pray for God's will here on earth, Satan's will will dominate. Because he's the God of this world. So instead of us complaining and whining, uh, uh, we don't like what you are teaching. We don't, know, we, we don't like what the news is saying. We don't like what they are teaching in schools. What we don't like it, but we are not praying about it. Let the church be strong so that the principal will be afraid of the church. Let the church be strong so that the mayor will be afraid of the church. Every time Jesus did a miracle, he said, the kingdom of God has come. Let's see more power, more miracles. More power, more miracles. The kingdom has come. And then that will be done. It's also one of the that will be done is also one of the most important prayers you can pray for your personal life. Personal life. That will be done. That is what Jesus Christ prayed. Lord, look, I don't want to go through this cross, but thy will be done. Thy will be done is one of the most important prayers. It's one of the most important prayers you and I can pray for ourselves. Thy will be done. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, that will be done. Stop praying for the church. Oh. Stop praying for the church. Pray for a strong even in, our, even in our local church, there's, when, we, when we talk about that, kingdom come. There are so many aspects of it. We can pray for a strong, uh, 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 we can pray for the choir. When the choir is strong, when the choir is strong, the kingdom of God has come. We can pray for the prayer warriors. When the prayer warriors are strong, the kingdom of God has come. We can pray for more miracles. When miracles are there, the kingdom has come. We can pray for, oh, I mean, whatever. Just, so, so the, it's, it's a very extensive prayer to pray for the kingdom. And in, in your personal life, also pray for thy will be done. The, the prayer of consecration, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Jesus said, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. The prayer of consecration, thy will be done. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. On mm-hmm. earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, no, as it is in heaven, because in heaven, nobody is challenging God's will. But in earth, mm-hmm. there are people who are challenging it. Mm-mm-mm. So let's pray. Hallelujah. Amen. That will be done on us in heaven. That was the next one. If you want to promise, school, you should know the next one. Huh? Give us this day our daily bread. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Give us this day our daily bread. Listen to me carefully. <laughs> I, I did not give this prayer topic. This prayer topic was given by the master prayer himself. Mm-hmm. This prayer topic was given by the one who 
who is the originator of prayer. And he said, one of the things you must pray for is your daily bread. Mm. You know? You know? Sometimes, sometimes, some of us want to act super spiritual. We want to mm. act super spiritual in the sense that we think that oh, when you go, come to God and ask for daily bread, you are being carnal. So all up, Lord, build your church. Lord, 119 nations. They are all good prayers. Oh, but daily, pray, daily bread is also a prayer. That's right. It's a prayer. They are all good prayers. Lord, 119 nations. Yeah, we believe in that. Lord, establish your kingdom. Believe in that. Lord, send missionaries. These are all prayers. But Jesus Christ also included daily bread. So all our prayers can all, only be one and two nations, missionaries. It's all important, but daily bread also day inside. That's right. Jesus said, pray for your daily bread. Pray for your daily bread. Yes, that kingdom come. That will be done. They're all important, but our daily bread. Of course, all the prayers should not be daily bread, but don't neglect daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Daily bread. Pray for it. You want chop? We better pray. Hey. <laughs> and, 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 here, I'll, I'll, and here, the daily bread is diverse. Lord, daily bread of what to eat. You see, you say, ask that your joy may be full. See, there are some things you need to make your joy full. So daily bread is here sometimes the bread to eat. Daily bread is sometimes the car to drive. Daily bread is sometimes the work you need. I need daily bread. Daily bread sometimes is the wife. You need a daily, a daily wife and a daily husband. Mm. <laughs> Pray for your daily bread. That your joy may be full. Yes. Daily bread. Ask for something daily. God is not daily bread. Daily bread is maybe um, your shoes, your, your house, your rent. It's a daily bread. You ask for your rent. God, I need the rent. Daily bread. The landlord is coming. Mm. <laughs> Lord, I need a job. J-O-B. Daily bread. Because I need to pay this. I need to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. Lord, I need my daily bread of a husband because winter is coming. Daily bread. Mm. Daily, Lord. Daily, Lord. Daily bread. And don't, you cannot neglect this prayer. You see, I, I, later I'll show you the importance of this daily bread prayer in, in, in this series. You know, you cannot neglect it. You cannot neglect it. I am one of those people that somehow I'm always praying about the church, the kingdom of God. I forget to pray about my daily needs, but I feel it's a mistake. Hmm. Abi, you for pray for your daily bread. Pray for <laughs> I said, tell your neighbor, Abi, you for pray for your daily bread. <laughs> Abi, pray for your daily bread. Don't think that someone will pray for your daily bread for you. You better pray for your, you want chop? Pray for your daily bread. <laughs> yeah. Give us this day our daily bread. That's what I want you to do. Give us this day our daily bread. We need daily bread. And we need daily bread to survive. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. That's why I say, ask that your joy may be full. Some, some of you, some of you need a daily bread of a car. Pray for it. 
Yes, pray for the daily bread of a car. Because where you are in life, a car is not a luxury. It's a necessity. Necessity, hmm. That's a daily bread. Pray for a daily bread of a house. Hmm. Yeah. Look, the daily bread can even, you see, the daily bread is even extended into healing. Okay? The daily bread is even extended into healing. Because why do I say so? The Bible says when the Syrophoenician woman came to ask Jesus Christ to heal her daughter, he said, I cannot give the bread of the children to the dogs. I cannot give the bread of the children to the dogs. So, so right, Jesus is concerned, healing is bread. And therefore, daily bread includes daily healing. So pray for your daily healing. Amen. Healing, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It's in the prayer. It's in the prayer. So when we come for prayer meetings, just remind the reverend, Charlie, add the daily prayer to it. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time we are, we are praying for souls, church, growth, outreach, it's good. I, I will not stop praying those things. But just remind me, the reverend, please, daily prayer is part of the prayer. <laughs> yeah. Give us this is our daily bread. And the next one is what? Okay. And yeah. forgive us our debts or our trespass. As we forgive our debtors. Amen. And forgive us our debts. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our sins. As we forgive those who trespass against us. Or forgive us our errors. As we forgive those. He said that we must ask God for forgiveness. Forgive. Forgive me, Lord. Mimo, Mimo, I don't know why anybody would try to pray to God without asking forgiveness of sins. I don't know. Hmm. I don't even know why you would attempt to pray to God without asking for forgiveness. No idea. I mean, I, I mean let's be honest. Let's be honest. This is why you're in your house by yourself. Nobody's seeing How many think that you are a sinner and that Charlie, that sin, you are plenty? Just lift up your hand quietly in your house. I'm sorry, I can't remember. <laughs> No, this one nobody seen. How many even think, how many will say that even 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 for the last and how many say that between last week and today, a lot of things have happened. Yeah. So I don't even know why we 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 attempt to come near a holy God without confessing our sins or mm. asking for forgiveness. So forgive us, forgive us, forgive us. Because every day we are sinning. Every day we are making mistakes. Every day. Every day. Even some of, even some of you, before you come to church, not unlike um, you sin. Either you quarrel or insult somebody. Or, I mean, <laughs> anything becomes come to church. <laughs> and as soon as church is over, you go and sin again. So forgive us. Jesus is saying, forgive us. You see, we are talking about the lost prayer. Jesus is saying that this, this type, you see, say, that's why he said, pray this manner or use this formula or use this pattern. In other words, forgiveness of sins must be, must be an integral part of our prayers because we are sinners. That's right. That is why 1 John 1, I said, that, that's what John said, if we say we sin not, mm -hmm. if we, we, 
The same with sinner. So we deceive ourselves. The truth is not. We are lies. Ah. In sin were we created. Mm. We, I mean, when it, when it comes to sinning, we don't think about it. It happens by default. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we should ask God to forgive us so that we can have it. Because, I, I, because as I said, the arm of the Lord is not short, nor his ears deaf that he cannot hear. But your sins have separated. So my sin and your sin has cut us off from God so that because of our sins, the daily bread is not coming. We want daily bread, but the reason why the daily bread is not coming because there's a sin in between. So God, we are asking for forgiveness. God, by your by the blood of Jesus and by your mercies, remove the sin so that the daily bread can come. It's not that God cannot give you daily bread by your sin has separated. And we are, if we're going to sin, See, we are going to the anatomy of sin. See, like, like some theologians have described, there's the sin of commission and the sin of omission. Even you even want to even look at sin. Some sins, you see, there are sins of commission and there are sins of omission. Sins of commission are the sins, the sins of what we do. The sins of what we do. The one, I mean, which is uh, which can be broken down. What you do with your mouth, the insult, the lying, the gossip, the criticisms, those are sins of commission with your mouth. And the sins that you do with your hand, while you are touching, mm. what you are feeling. Mm. And the sins that you do with your eyes, what you are watching. Hey. So these are sins of commission. And then there's also the sin of omission, which is the sins that the sins that happen of because of what you did not do. Mm-hmm. So, it's, 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 so it's not every sin, it's not every sin that comes from what you did. Some sins are also from what you did not do. That mm-hmm. is why Jesus said, that's why he spoke about in, uh, in, in the in the parable of the sheep and the goat. He said, I was hungry, and you did not feed me. I was naked, and you did not clothe me. I was sick, and you did not visit me. You did not do them. Because you did not do them, they are sins. That's why James said, your brother is hungry. Your brother is cold, and you don't feed him. It's a sin. Ezekiel said, if you don't want the sinner, that he will die. And don't, if you don't want the sinner that he should repent and that he dies in his sin, even, he dies in it, even though you did not kill him, you are guilty of murder. His blood is on your hand. So there's also the sin of not doing what we are supposed to do. Yes. Hmm. So not every sin is your hands. Hey. Because as I, as I was talking, so, so, Reverend, my hands are holy, my eyes are holy. <laughs> My hands are holy. My eyes are holy. My mouth is holy. Fine. But what about the ones you did not do? Mm. I say sometimes. The ones I did not do, the ones you did not do. You saw somebody naked. You did not clothe him. You saw somebody hungry. You did not feed him. 
You saw somebody poor. You don't take care of him. That's what the Bible does. That's what, that's what Jesus said. Somebody was in the hospital. He did not visit. Somebody was not saved. Somebody was not saved. Was going to hell. And you kept quiet. You did not witness to the person. We did not talk to him about Jesus Christ. And he died in his sins. Yes. The sins of omission. And we are guilty of it. So we need to pray for forgiveness. Pray for forgiveness. All the time. All the time. Jesus said, look. Jesus said, add forgiveness to your prayers. And then he threw in a caveat. That by the way, just as you are asking for forgiveness, make sure that you forgive. Hey, that's, that's right. That's all. Just ask and forgive and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those. So just as just as just as you need forgiveness, make sure you forgive. The combo. That's it. That's all. Just make sure. As you are forgiving, make sure. You also forgive. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. You see, these two verses, the next verse, the, the next request, and lead us not into temptation. Okay? And lead us not into temptation. And lead us not into temptation. And lead us not into temptation. You see, that, 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 that prayer request, okay, that, that, that prayer request of being lead us not in temptation is probably from the daily bread and the forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. And I, we, we'll talk about it. And lead us not into temptation. Lead us not into temptation. First off, first off, first off, God does not lead, God is not leading us into temptation. Or God does not tempt us. Why do I say so? God does not tempt us. So God is not, God is not pushing you into temptation. God is not pushing you into temptation. No. Why do I say God does not tempt us? Let's look at the book of James. James chapter 1, verse 13. James chapter 1, verse 13. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with either, with evil, neither tempted he any man. Amen. That's really clearly. Let no man don't say, let no man say when he's tempted. Okay? Don't say it. Let no man say. Let no man say when he's tempted. I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempted he any man. I'm trying to see. God does not tempt us. God, God it does not tempt us. So lead us not into temptation does not mean that God will lead us into temptation. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Yes. Are you enjoying the prayer meeting? Yes. God does not tempt us. James says, God, let no man say when he's tempted of God. He's tempted, okay? Let of God. For God, no, let no man, don't say, don't, don't, don't even go there that he's tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted. Neither, you see, God cannot be tempted. Neither tempted he any man. God does not tempt you. So God does not tempt you to go and fornicate. God does not mm. tempt you to go and lie. God does not tempt you. Don't say that to the Lord who tempted. The Lord led me to that temptation. No, God tests, but God does not tempt. Mm. 
There's a difference. God will test you. And the test is like what happened to Abraham. It's a trial of your faith. But temptation is into sin. I'm preaching, Ruth. Joseph was, te- Joseph was tempted by Potiphar's wife. Abraham was tempted by God. This, this, these are the two examples. In Abraham, it was God tempted. God tested him to offer as Isaac as a test of your faith. In Joseph, a, a naked woman wanted to sleep. That was a temptation. Is somebody hearing me? So he said, and lead, so what does you see? So what does lead us not into temptation means? What does lead us not into temptation means? It means God, God. It means God. Don't allow us from falling, or God, don't don't allow us to fall into temptation. Not that God is leading you, but we are begging God that look. Anything that will make me fall into temptation, God, don't allow it. Do you understand? Not that God is not, not that God is causing you, not that God is tempting you, but we are asking God, we are pleading with God that Lord lead us or don't allow us to fall into temptation. And that is why I say that this particular part of the, of the Lord's Prayer is linked to the daily bread. And the forgiveness of sins. Why do I say so? A lot of our temptations come from lack of daily bread. Mm. So pray to God that He'll give you your daily bread because when the daily bread is provided, then there will be no need for the temptation. The reason for the lying, the reason for the skipping, the reason for trying to sleep around is because of lack of daily bread. If you had the daily bread, why would you go and sleep with this man, this man with a big pot belly? <laughs> it's, the, it's the daily bread. If you had your daily bread, why will you, a born again Christian, go and tell such a lie? So pray that God will give you a daily bread so that the, the temptation will not be there because sometimes the lack of daily bread makes the temptation strong. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 8. I'll show you this verse. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 8. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 8. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Riches. Feed me with food convenient. Look at it. Look at it. Look at, look at, look at, this is his, his prayer request. He said, remove far from me. This is, this is a prayer request. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Okay? I don't want poverty. I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be very, very rich. I don't want to be rich. Feed me with food convenient for me. Okay? This is what I'm asking for. Why? Verse 9. Lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Have you seen the lack of what the lack of bread will lead to? Lest I be poor, or the or, 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 or to, uh, the last of being full. So that being full, see, I'm talking about the daily bread. So that being too full and having a lot will lead you to temptation. The reason why a young man, a young man, you have acquired all these silly habits is because you have gotten so much wealth and you are not mature enough. Mm. Mm. Okay. 
That is why you are falling to all. Uh, what, what, that's why you are falling to all diverse. The Bible talks about diversities of sins. Or the reverse. He said, the reason why you are stealing, unless I be poor and steal, and take the name of the Lord. The reason why you are stealing and the name of the Lord is in vain is because you are poor. So God, give me my necessary meat or give me my daily bread so that all these temptations don't come my way. Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you had money to pay your rent, why would you be sleeping with him? Hey, sister. Sister, why? Sister, why? It's the daily bread. Even though you know what you are doing is not right, the pressure. That is what this is. Eh? Christian brother, young man, young man, young man, because of school fees, you are servicing this old lady. Why? This mother, who this, this woman, who's your auntie's classmate? Mm. Because of because because you need you need to pay your ten fees. So pray that God will pro- look. I'm serious. Pray that God will pro- so you don't fall into this temptation. Pray, pray, pray God, my 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 daily bread, my God. Give me my daily bread of green card or the proper documents so that I, so that I will not fall into the temptation of lying all the time. Mm. You're not happy about it. You don't feel happy about it. But if God was to so so, so pray for the daily bread, because if God as God answers that daily bread of that document, that citizenship, that drink, or whatever it is, you will be delivered from the temptation of always changing and telling stories. Are we here with me? Yes, yes. Listen. Pray for the daily bread. Pray for your daily husband bread. Pray for your daily husband so that as the weather gets cold, you know what I'm saying, it will be legitimate. And stop this, all these illegitimate things. Amen. <laughs> Forgive. Forgive <with> me. <laughs> so it will be legit. Because I think you need it. It's like bread to you. So we'll try and get it legitimately. That's right. That's all. Over the years, you have seen that the way you are behaving, you have seen that there's a vast difference between you and the, and the Virgin Mary. You are no Mother Teresa. You need the thing. So just, just, just pray that God, may you grant me my daily bread of a husband so that, so that, so that it will be legitimate. So that, so that you stop sneaking people through the back door. Mm. <laughs> Window. Window. Daily bread, daily bread of a wife. Oh, right. Let's pray for it. Daily bread of a wife. Daily bread of a wife. So that you know that look, at least there is something that you so there's there are some two breasts that when you touch, your hands are clean. I cannot be blamed. Jesus. This one has a clean. You can lift up the hands and say, Lord, here I am waiting. But no, the, the ones you are touching now, when you touch, you can't lift up your hand. Table hands. You see, and then the other part of the of, of the temptation is, 
it says, and he, he, he threw in the forgiveness. Forgive us our debts. As we forgive those. In other words, in other words, one of the things that can also bind you and I is unforgiveness. Mm, that's fine. Forgive us. And that, 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 what is trying to say that unforgiveness, your inability to forgive, will, lead, will, will, will trap you. Will trap you. Will trap you. So, as much as a lack of daily bread can trap you, your unforgiveness can also trap you. So, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from these two things. No matter what, you should be able to forgive. No matter what, because anytime you don't forgive, why do I say so? You see, we are reading the we are reading the verse in Matthew, Matthew thirteen, Matthew thirteen, Matthew six. Sorry, Matthew six. That's what I read. Verse thirteen. As soon as Jesus, as soon as Jesus ended the Lord's prayer, he re-emphasized. Go to verse fourteen. Let's let's all look at the Bible so that we all know what we are looking at. Matthew six fourteen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses. Your heavenly father will have also seen, forgive you. Have you seen the double emphasis? He taught us how to pray. He gave us a pattern. Forgive us to forgive. Then verse 14, he, he emphasizes, emphasizes, the word is emphasizes. He emphasizes again the importance of the forgiveness component of the prayer. Now listen to me, this forgiveness part, I want to highlight it. It's like I'm putting a, a highlight. I'm putting a highlight on this particular part of what I told you. I gave you, I showed you how to pray. Our Father, daily bread, temptation. But I'm highlighting this part. The, forgive, the forgiveness part, I'm highlighting it because that is what can easily trap you. Hmm. So he highlighted the, the forgiveness part. He mentioned it and he highlighted it again. That if there's one thing that can trap me, there's one thing that can trap you, it's unforgiveness. Because you see, all that we see, all that we are asking God to do is to provide for us. And God said, I have no problem with you. I have no problem with you. I can give you your daily bread. Ask me. Ask me. I'll give you your daily bread. The only thing I cannot do is that when there is sin, I cannot answer. Mm. So I can only answer your prayers after your sins have been wiped away. And I will, and your sins can only be wiped away. When you are forgiven. And the only condition upon which you will be forgiven is when you forgive others. So have you seen the chain reaction? When you don't forgive, you are not forgiven. Because you are not forgiven, your sin is there. And because your sin is there, your daily bread is cut off. Yeah. Yeah. It's a chain reaction. It's a chain reaction. It's a chain reaction. You don't forgive. Okay, fine. You don't forgive, you'll not be forgiven. Once you're not forgiven, you know that your sins are plenty. So they are standing there like uh, rocks. And once the sins are there, they are standing there like rocks. God's hands cannot reach. So here you are. The daily bread is not coming. Because the daily bread is not coming, temptation abounds. More sin. <laughs> Forgive. Amen. Amen. I said amen. Amen. Then the final... Then the final prayer, the final request in the Lord's prayer, and and deliver us from evil. Is it there? It is there. And deliver us from, pray for God to deliver you from evil and deliver us from evil. 
and deliver us from evil. You must always pray to God to deliver us from evil because there's evil. Mm. Very. There is evil. There are people who want to kill you. Oh, yeah. There are people who want to destroy you. Accidents, sickness. This is, there is evil. There is evil. So deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil or from the evil one. There is evil. So Jesus said that don't, don't walk through it and say that everything is okay. Pray for evil. Pray against deliverance because there is an evil there. There's somebody who wants to destroy your child. There's somebody who wants to destroy your marriage. There's somebody who wants to destroy your job. You don't have to, let me tell you something. You don't have to go and offend people for them to attack you. Mm. Regardless. Regardless. Hmm. Re- like some, some people, some people, they're very fine that you are around and annoys them. Yes. Hmm. So, so, so when it comes to the devil, so when it comes to the devil, there's nothing like, let me mind my own business so that the devil also mind your own business. No, the devil doesn't mind his own business. Uh, 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 uh. You are his business. You are his business. Thank you. You are his That's business. Right. <laughs> the thief cometh not, but to steal and to kill and to destroy. So deliver us from evil. There are people who hate you. Mm-hmm. There are demons. There are cases. People, people who, will, who will put on a white cloth the day you lose your job. Mm. People who have a silent party the day they hear that your husband has left you. Mm. Demons. So deliver us from evil. Pray about it. Lord, deliver me from evil. Deliver me from accidents. Deliver me from death. Deliver me from poverty. Poverty is an evil. Look, poverty is an evil because it brings too many temptations. Yes. Many. Mm. You think about it. A small girl, you are afraid of a cockroach, but you're not afraid of this man with a spot belly. Why? Hey. <laughs> you see a roach in your house. Hey, roach! You jump. But a man with a pot belly, you are not scared of in your room. <laughs> it's because of poverty. It's evil. So deliver us from evil. Deliver, deliver evil. They are evil things. Deliver us from cancer. Cancer is evil. We curse the spirit of cancer. Amen. Pray about it. Deliver us from it. Deliver us from cancer and the effect of cancer. Deliver us from corona. These are evils. Corona is evil. I mean, if corona is not evil, what does it evil? Hmm. <laughs> yes. Deliver us from drugs. Evil. These are evil things. So deliver us. And God has the power to deliver. Amen. I said God has the power to deliver. Amen. That is why That is why he concludes, for thine is the kingdom. Thine is the kingdom. The power and the glory. That's why the power of God has the power. That's it. Yes. Yes. Power. Once, have I, once, once has he spoken, once has he spoken, twice have I said, all power belongs to God. I tell you, God has power. And as we lift up our hands and we pray, every evil plan against us will not prosper because God has power. Amen. 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 Once have I spoken, twice have I heard. Power belongs to God. Yes. God has power. As you lift up your hands, whatever they are planning against you in that office, it will be overturned because yes. God has power. Amen. Power belongs to God. 
So it's a deliverance from evil. For thine is the power. Power to me. That's the same. I look at it. To me, power, it belongs to God. It doesn't mm. belong to any man. Not at all. And God can overthrow every imagination of the evil one. Mm. Power. Deliverance from evil. Deliverance from that wicked person. That unreasonable person. That demon. That situation. That family member who hates me, deliver me from him. They can do whatever they want to, but God will deliver. God power belongs to him. No. Deliver our church from wicked authorities because power belongs to God. So once God is on our side, if God be for you, who can be against you? So deliver us from evil. Yeah. I know I know I cannot deliver myself from evil, but God can. That's why I appeal to God. Yes. Once have I spoken? Once the Lord has spoken, twice have I heard power belongs to God. So Jesus showed us how to pray. And I believe that going forward, we will understand the power of this prayer and end it by thanking him. End it by thanking him. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Because he reigns, he rules, he answers prayer. And I tell you, power belongs to God. Stand up to your feet, let's close. My God. My mama. Mashanda Baba. Ela Masokata. Mejanda Baba. I don't know what daily bread you lack. What daily bread? What, what, what is forcing you into temptation? What is forcing you into difficulties? Pray the Lord, get me the daily bread that I may not fall into temptation. Oh God. Makandalia Baba is the daily bread of a job, the daily bread of a house, the daily bread of a feast, the daily bread of a relationship. Pray God that I lead me not into temptation, oh God. Lead us me not into temptation, oh God. Or deliver me from falling into temptation, oh God. Mikondolia Mama, Mezendelikaba, Mazendelikabanderikaba, Mezendelia Baba. It's the daily bread of daily bread of immigration. Pray to God. God, they do me my daily bread. My daily bread. Oh, Kalima Sukatana. This is a daily bread of immigration. I need the daily bread. A daily bread of a car. A daily bread of a wife. A daily bread of a husband. A daily bread of a child. God, I need a child. A daily bread of a job. A daily bread of a ministry. Oh, Kalima Sukatana. Give me this day my daily bread. My Zendeli Kaba. Lama Sukata. My Kendeli Ababa. My Zendeli Ababa. My Kandali. Thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come, thy church strong church, a strong church, a strong church, a church that has influence in the land. Thy kingdom come, let us pray, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come. A kingdom come, a kingdom come, a church that is influential, a church that is strong, a church that is winning many to Christ, oh God, a church that is turning many into righteousness. Thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come, your kingdom is strong, oh God, your will be done in our communities, in our areas, in our neighborhood, in the countries we live in, in the countries we live in, in the countries we live in, let your will be done. Let not the, the will of the evil one triumph, O oh 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. A strong church. A powerful church. A church that is ripping souls into the kingdom. A church that has a voice in the land such that the politicians and those who oppose you have to respect it. Let your will be done in our community. Let your will be done on earth, around us. Deliver us from being forced to unbelieving will. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And Lord, our daily bread. Our daily bread. Our daily bread. For the lack of it leads to many temptations. Forgive us our sins. Show us mercy. Help us to forgive that we may not be denied our daily bread. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you are not born again, I want to give you, we just want to pray this in a prayer. Our Father, like I said, our Father, it, it presupposes that God is your Father. Unfortunately, God is not the Father of everyone. God is the Father of those who are born again. And if you want God to be your father, it is a simple process. That is why God sent his son. Jesus said that as many as believed in me, to them gave you power to become the sons of God. All that you need to do for God to become your father is to believe in his son, Jesus Christ. So if you are not born again, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you want to be 100% sure that God is your father. You are asking God to be your father. Then pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This afternoon. This afternoon. I come to you as a sinner. I come to you as a sinner. Have mercy on my soul. Have mercy on my soul. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a child of God. I want to be able to lift up my hands. I want to be able to lift up and my pray. hands. And pray. And pray. Saying. Saying. Our Father. I will father. I want God to be my father. I want God to be my father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.